Kenyon is a freelance creative who specializes in visual storytelling. He is director of photography for his company Negrito Vision and producer of his vlog, You Ever Wander. Kenyon has embraced that creativity and himself are truly inseparable. Through creative media, Kenyon takes ideas and turns them into something tangible and valuable. Okay, so hi, Kenya. Welcome, and thank you for joining us today. Yes, ma'am. Thanks for having me. I'm glad to be here, for sure. Okay, so you are an awesome creative, and you are definitely uh, displaying your pursuit um, on your <laughs> vlog, when you post on Instagram. So just tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do, um, and what you're in pursuit of. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So um, what I'm going to do, like, so basically I'm a creative director for Negrito Vision, uh, which is my brand that I created uh, just to pretty much like put out dope visuals for, you know, brands and small businesses who need video content. Um, you know, it's, it's really hard to find, you know, like a, a good content creator. So um, me, you know, um, especially just being in Dallas, just trying to kind of take over the market here in this area when it comes to video production. So um, I've been doing it for about, I would say, three to four years at this point. Um, and honestly, my, my biggest goal at this point is just to kind of uh, build a strong portfolio for myself um, and, you know, just get better and better clients and work on bigger and bigger projects. Okay, and how did you, what led you to get into this field? Or how did so, you get into it? Yeah. Yeah, you know, the craziest thing, like it was, um, it, it really wasn't anything that started, you know, when I was a child. Um, it was more so actually like through Instagram. So, um, yeah, like when I was just working, you know, regular jobs or whatever, like I would go to like some of these nice houses, like I used to install cable. I would go to like these nice houses and like these people would have like fine art and like just dope pictures. And I would like be taking pictures of all their stuff. And, you know, of course they looking at me crazy, but I'm just like, yo, it's just, <laughs> it's art. You know what I'm saying? I'm just posting it on the gram. It's not for a magazine or nothing crazy, but um, I just, I just started to have a lot of people who really, you know, liked the content that I was posting and it kind of just took off from there. Okay. All right. And so you are currently based in Dallas now. How did mm -hmm. you get here? Because you say you're from NY, you were in Maryland for a little bit. How did you get here? And what's your backstory of kind of those places you lived? Right, for sure. So, um, yeah, started in NY. And I, so here's the thing. Like, I was only born in New York because my pops, he was in the Army. Right. Okay. So I'm kind of like a, what they call it, Army brat. Yes. So you so, can't you can't really claim New York. Exactly. You okay. Know what I'm okay. <laughs> I'll be telling folks like I was born there, but I, I can't really claim it um, because I only spent like four years, four years in New York. So and it was in upstate New York. So it wasn't even like the Bronx or like the uh -huh. city or nothing like that. So it was damn near Canada. You know what I mean? Okay. Um. So it started four years and then uh, my parents, they got a divorce and then my mom and myself, we actually moved out to Dallas. So my mom is from Tulsa. Um, I'm sure you know. Um, mm -hmm. Don't you have people in Tulsa? I don't. You I've don't. Actually, okay. I've never been like... there. For real? <laughs> yes. But uh, watching your vlog makes me want to go. So I'm going to okay. get there. Yeah. So I know we talked about it briefly, but again, I, I'm going to reiterate it. Um, I think you would just probably want to go to the museum itself and then get the <laughs> hell up out of there after <laughs> <Right>. that. <laughs> but um, yeah, so moved to Dallas and then kind of just grew up here in a metroplex, uh, I would say for like 10 years. So I was about 14. And then my mom, you know, she met like a little side thing and, you know, things started to get serious. And uh, we ended up moving back to the East Coast to Maryland. So. Oh. Yeah, D.C. So, um, yeah, we was out there for about, I would say, six years, honestly. So collectively, four years in New York, six years in D.C. You know, I spent about 10 years on the East Coast. And uh, after those six years in D.C., you know, that, you know, it kind of ended between them. Like, it didn't end so good. So she ended up leaving 
And of course I came with her and we came back to Dallas, you know, which is kind of base for us. So 10 years on the East and the rest of my, my, you know, childhood, um, I would say, yeah, here in the dirty South. So it's kind of a, a, a mixed bread thing. You know, some people can really pick up like on the East coast accent, uh-huh. uh, but then it's other people be, be like, bro, you sound country as hell, bro. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so I guess it depends on the ear, you know? Yes, for sure. And um, Dallas is like such like a mixing pot anyway. I, it's, Mm-hmm. I mean, it's so many different people from different backgrounds, and the people who come here have been multiple places, so yeah. I, I feel like everyone's mixed up. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you feel like it's always been like that? I'm a newbie, so mm-hmm. I can't really say. Okay, because you you St. Louis, right? I am from St. Louis. Okay. I am from St. Louis, okay. yes. Right. Uh, by way of, like, New Orleans, then Ohio, so like like yeah. So I'm one of those okay. people that <laughs> was a little bit of everywhere and then came here. Got you. Like three different states. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I yes. feel you. So Houston, I, I think Houston um is more of a like diverse city than Dallas. Like if I had to pick one city like out of Texas that was just a big melting pot of like different, you know, ethnicities, I would probably say Houston for sure. And maybe Austin now too. Oh, I, you know, yeah. I would pick Dallas over Houston, but I will say, this. okay, but I haven't spent a lot of time in Houston. Usually I just go for visits, but mm-hmm. there, I feel like um, people that live in Dallas and Houston, like we're always comparing the cities. Yeah. And, and I sure. think, yeah, I think they're the same in a lot of components, but very different in a lot of components too. And it's just weird. And I just feel like. Either you love that you live in Houston or you love that you live in Dallas. Right. Either way. Yeah. yeah they, They're going to be going at it forever. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> they are not the same. Like when people are like, when people come here and they're like, oh, like, oh, Dallas, Houston. I'm like, look, you cannot put them together. Right. They do not like that. So speaking of Dallas, do you think for your vision, this is a good place? for what you want to do and how you want to grow? Um, so that that's a great question. Um, if it's a good market for specifically, you know, what I do. And I'll, I'll say it isn't, I don't, I don't think, and now this is just my personal opinion. So anybody from Dallas who's here, <laughs> don't, don't hit my DMs. Don't be adding me and <laughs> mentioning me. You know what I'm saying? This is all perspective. But um, I don't feel like it's the ideal place or the best city for the kind of work um, that I do per se, which is, you know, content creation. And um, I don't, I don't know. I think, you know, maybe LA and Hollywood has a huge influence on, you know, like creating TV shows and films um, as well as uh, Atlanta and New Orleans. I feel like those are the big three markets. Oh yeah. And New York for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, for production in general. So Dallas really isn't one of the known cities for this type of work. Um, but there, there is a demand for it, you know, because anytime that there's, you know, a business or a brand, mm-hmm. they're going to need content to actually, you know, reach more people on social media through their website. Uh, you know, anytime you have that, they're trying to expand their reach. We just live in an age where, video does it you know what i'm saying like everybody's really on that video wave so it can be done anywhere you know i just got to put in a little bit more groundwork so with that well two things to that the first one is that you said like the i think video definitely catches the eye because Uh you know it was a wave where instagram was just it but now you know you scroll you scroll and you don't even pay attention to the content that's there uh-huh. If it's a video, it catches your attention. And I think that, like you said, anybody that's going into any business um, needs that kind of that media. And right. <laughs> very few, few people know how to do it. Like I'm one of those people that have <laughs> no idea how to do it. Or if I did it, it would take me so long to do it. I feel like um, I might you as just well hire, hire somebody. Yes, exactly. exactly. Yeah. I might as well hire somebody. So I think the need, like you said, the need is there. But do you see yourself 
um, wanting to or in the future moving to another market? Potentially. Um, I'm really big on just like opportunities and whatever just kind of speaks to me, you know, like at the right time. So, you know, I won't rule it out. Like I'm still currently here in Dallas, of course. Like I said, this is my home base. So um, I've had pretty good success with, you know, meeting clients out here um, and just kind of building relationships with those clients. Um, but at some point, yeah, like if I if I get the right opportunity, you know, to work with different producers, um, different, you know, different types of projects that just really make sense for uh, the brand and just kind of what I want to get in my portfolio and under my belt, then hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I'm going for it all the way. So um, I travel too, you know what I'm saying? So it just kind of right. goes hand in hand. So right. me doing a production, if someone says like, yo, we want to fly you out here to, you know, work on this TV show, or we need this kind of, uh, you know, music video, just whatever, you know, kind of video content that they need. If they going to put me on a plane, pay for the telly, you know what I'm saying? Then I, I'm there. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So how, like, what is the culture for Black people in the industry of, like, creative media? Are we breaking through? Is there a space for us? Are we, is it still barriers? How is it? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I laugh at that because, um, I mean, I, I feel like there's still barriers, right, for sure, um, in this industry and, you know, I, I think it's changing slowly, you know, uh, mm-hmm. with black culture when it comes to, you know, Hollywood and just the production industry. But, um, yeah, there's still stigmas there and there's still, you know, prejudice, you know, in, in some fashions uh, when it comes to it. So, you know, I, I've met black people in the industry and how can I put this? So um, <laughs> there's little there's little room for like authentic real outspoken black people in the industry um there there's little room for that because it's a it's a white dominant industry and if you're outspoken and you know you speak on truth and you just give your opinion um a lot of times you know they can't handle that so a lot of the black people that i have met are uh, damn near white honestly if i just keep it a hundred and not to say that you know there, there's something wrong with you know, that or, oh, you speak too proper, like, I can't mess with you. But, you know, it's but, just a, a But a they're residency. obviously, yeah, they're obvi- like, they're purposely um, kind yeah. of changing the way that they communicate or, or present themselves to be in this arena. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, yeah, and I definitely don't see you as a person <laughs> that is doing that. <laughs> Not at all. I mean... Yeah, I, I mean, if you look at, like, the, the kind of movies that come out and how we're portray- portrayed, rather, on TV, I mean, uh, I mean, how many damn slave movies are they going to make? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I feel like we, we've seen that story enough. Um, you know, a lot of black people have lesser roles than, you know, other races. And, um, I mean, it's apparent. You know, when we, when we look at it, we see it every day. And... Real people know what's up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If you just be honest with yourself and what you see in the media, you know how they portray black people. And it's the same behind the scenes as it is on camera. Okay. Um, what have, well, actually, I want to ask you a question before that. That made me want to ask who are some mm-hmm. of the people that you admire in the industry? So, you know what? Like, so I, I've got gotten this question before. Um, and it, it, it varies because I, I really just admire like black excellence in itself, honestly, like I'm not like an extremist, like when it comes to being pro black, but, uh, anybody just excelling, you know, when it comes to like the, the film industry or, uh, the music industry as well. Cause I'm a big fan of music. Like I really just support that, you know, I support artists that portray, um, like black excellence and black positivity like in their visuals um so anybody doing that i mean top of my head you know like of course lyrical artists who do this in music videos like kendrick lamar uh j cole uh solange you know what mm-hmm. i mean it's just mm-hmm. black excellence like I, i'm i'm a huge fan of that kind of stuff awesome um and what have been some of your most fun and challenging projects 
Um, let's see some of my most fun and challenging projects. Um, it would probably so I also do production as well. Like, so I do partner with you know different companies to like, you know, work on whether like you know a TV show or like an award show. So mm-hmm. I would say probably one of my funnest projects was working the MTV Woody Awards doing South by. Um, mm-hmm. and I actually okay. started. Yeah, you been? I have. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you know what's up. Southwest is a little overwhelming, I it's getting, think. It's getting crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I was overwhelmed. But it mm-hmm. I do think if you want to break into the music industry, like entertainment industry, like you should be there. You got to. Yeah. yeah. And you know, it's like it's three weeks of just you know, events like it. And it's not just music. They also have like a film week and they also have a tech week. Right. So there's one week completely dedicated to like music. Um, if you're into film, if you're into tech, you know, there's dedicated weeks for that kind of stuff as well, where they have people who are, you know, leaders in each industry and they're coming out and they're giving talks and they give you access to, you know, workshops and just, you know, where you can go down there and just soak up all the information um, and just apply it to your own life or whatever you're trying to do. So South by Southwest, yeah, is a, a huge event, I would say, if you're an entrepreneur or just a creative in general um, or even an artist, you know what I'm saying, to get tapped into. But, yeah, the Woody Awards, um, I, I started that in 2015, and I got picked up as a logistics um, assistant for the production team and... The reason I say that's probably one of the funnest, because it, it was an award show. It was like a mm-hmm. festival and it was put on by MTV. Um, and I actually got to like meet uh, ASAP Rocky, uh, Ferg, who else? Uh, Rick Ross, Wale, you know what I'm saying? And when I say meet, I'm talking about like, what's up, bro? You know what I'm saying? Like chopping it up. Like we on a golf cart. I'm taking them from the trailer to the stage to perform. Um, so yeah, that experience was probably the most fun for sure. When it comes to like just production in general, mm-hmm. uh, any challenging ones that come to mind or it, even if the project wasn't challenging, anything about it, like challenging getting there or getting the deal or anything. Um, so yeah, probably the, the most challenging thing that I can think of off the top of my head is just like negotiations, honestly, you know, just trying to see eye to eye with, you know, different clients or producers about your vision and numbers. You know what I mean? (laughs) Numbers are a big thing, you know, in this industry, because um, if you overshoot, you know what I'm saying? And they don't have the budget for it, then pretty much you just stop hearing from them. So And they're just on to the next person. Yeah, they'll just go find somebody else. But um. And, you know, I've had several situations like that, but I think uh, you really have to, like, know your worth, right? And, like, you got to mm-hmm. know your value and, like, what you can create. And once you figure that out and put a number to it, then, yo, it's like, yo, if you don't respect my work enough to, you know, try to work with me based on the quality that you're going to get in return, and you're not willing to pay for that, then it's all good. You know, it's never no bad blood, but... It's just not meant for us to work at this time. Yeah, I think that um, when people start off, though, that's that's a big struggle. Do I mm. kind of compromise or or lower the price that I'm giving so that I get this business because I need the business? Right. So did you ever challenge with that or were you like out the gate? Like, I know that I need to set my standards because I know my worth. And if I if I don't start, I'll never start. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So it's a process. You know, where I'm at now isn't where I started. Like when I first started doing like video work for my own clients, um, of course, you know, I was, how can I say this, bending my back, no homo, you know what I'm saying? Just like, (laughs) (laughs) like, yo, I'm just trying to get a bag, like whatever we can do to make this happen. You know, I would shoot them like an estimate, you know, for some work. And if they came back and said, you know, that was too much or whatever, or this is our budget, then, you know, I would just negotiate and just kind of come down on my price uh, because I, I was new to the game. 
right? And especially when you don't have a lot of work to show off, like you don't have a solid reel, a solid portfolio of what you're capable of, it's really hard to be like, look, hey, I'm worth 2,000, two racks of video. Like, I know my worth, son. Like, you can't be doing that if you really can't show them the value that they're going to get in return. So, um, yeah, yeah, when I first started out, those were some big challenges, just figuring out what made sense for both parties. Um, mm -hmm. You know, so, yeah, that was a big thing for sure. Okay. And so you talked about building your portfolio and you have a yeah. blog, You Ever Wander. Was that yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, was that created to display your work so that you have kind of something to refer people to? Or did it come naturally because you say you do travel a lot? How was that kind of created? Yeah, so it's kind of both, right? Okay. Like, yeah, I think the, the primary driving force is the fact that I just wanted to travel the world. I just I, I just naturally enjoy doing that. Right. Um, and then, yeah, the other part of it was like, yo, like I'm just a creative in general. Like I understand um, how to tell stories in a sense and how to, you know, make it entertaining for the viewer. So I'm like, yo, they can also see the vlog series and also be like, yo, this some dope ass work. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like most vlogs that you go to, like I, I've checked out people's vlogs and, you know, it's just not really put put together well. Uh oh, that's gonna be mine. Now I'm now I'm nervous. Oh, you got <laughs> no, I don't have one yet. But uh -oh. <laughs> I see, I see, I got people out there with high standards. So yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, for some people, it might not be their thing. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Sure. Like the the for most vlogs people. that I put out. <laughs> yeah. Right. They're like, yo, all this cinematic shit. This ain't a film, bro. What you doing? Dislike. You know what I'm saying? Thumbs down. Like some people just don't want to see that. Um, but I don't make content for those kind of people. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Um, I make content for the people who enjoy like quality and really want to like be immersed in like what's going on. Um, you know, I, I'm not like fast food, you know, when it comes to, to this stuff. So it's a little bit of both, you know, it's just me. I, I love to travel and yeah, I also want to show off my work. So we got two things going. Yeah, so what's interesting about um, that, and you're just talking about, like, you're not for everybody, and you have, like, a very cinematic kind of view on traveling and what you display on your vlog. But mm. for me, like, I didn't, it's kind of like, as a person, I didn't know that I would think that was dope when I was watching it. So, because I travel a lot, too, and of course, yeah. you know, you take videos, or you might do a little bit on Insta, but, like, it's like, oh, like, when it's created, and it's displayed in that manner you're like oh that's pretty dope right right for sure yeah so um yeah it comes with time but um yeah go ahead no i was gonna say what is the your favorite or best place you visited so far oh so um i haven't been like there's some people like so when we say like i travel like i'm not like a guru like of the travel world like i got a passport but it's only like three pages of stamp not the whole book like i don't have multiple passports but out of the places that i have been to um i would probably say Cu culebra i think that's how you say it Cu culebra puerto rico okay um and i'm just i'm a sucker for beaches yo like <laughs> like yeah. beaches with sand you know what i'm saying uh -huh. just to clear that up um <laughs> but it's like <laughs> I don't know it's like whenever I travel I just gotta have a good beach like if it doesn't have a beach for some reason it doesn't feel like a true vacation to me okay it's like yeah it's a new place but if I'm just like surrounded by concrete like amazing architecture and buildings like it to me it's just like yeah it's a new experience and not to say I wouldn't enjoy that but when I travel, I got to have a beach. So You want a beach. Yeah. Yeah. Got to. Beach, fish tacos, some drink. Not drink. Some, you know what I'm saying? Not drink. Yes. Drink. drink. So got to have a drink. Um, but yeah, so it's a, it's a beach called Playa Flamingo, which is in Culebra, Puerto Rico. Mm -hmm. And this was rated like one of the top beaches in the world, not just in Puerto Rico, like the world. And I was actually doing research before I went out there and I, you know, I saw the pictures 
And that's what actually inspired me to take that trip. Uh, so you get into San Juan and you have to go, damn, you have to go to, uh, I forget the town, but it's like a coastal town where you could ride a ferry. Because San Juan or like Puerto Rico is like this little island, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a big island com- compared to Culebra. But you have to get on a ferry to go from the main island to this small island. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, you know, it's not for everybody. Everybody ain't going get to get on no ferry and just go to no little tiny piece of land. But it, it was worth it. Um, I mean, completely blue, almost damn near see-through water, white sands. Uh, and that was probably one of the, the most beautiful places that I've been to. And it was kind of nestled in, like, between some mountains, in a sense. It was kind of okay. surrounded by some mountains and palm trees. And, yeah, it was perfect, for sure. Okay, so did you go, when did you, did you go, like, before the major hurricane or after? Yes, yes, yes. So it was actually before that. Okay. Yeah, right. I know that that hurricane was just kind of recent, right? Within the last uh, year, it was like uh, I think like a year and a half ago. Yeah. Ago. yeah. Um. So, like, you do you do a lot of solo travel? Do you travel with people? When and when you traveled, are you always yeah. going with work in mind? Um. So first, solo, like solo dolo, probably. 80% of the time. Really? Okay. Um, yeah, it's, to me, it's just, you know, it's a it's more of a, a real experience that you get when you travel by yourself because um, you really get to do the things that you want to do. You really mm-hmm. don't have to, like, compromise with everybody else you're traveling with. Like, somebody want to go do this and you try to go do that. You know what I'm saying? Then y'all got to have a debate about what y'all going to do. So, yeah. um yeah, I'm not really here for that. Plus, I'm the only child. So I grew up, you know, kind of having it my way and not really having to, you know, go back and forth with a brother or a sister about the plans for the day. So yeah. I, that, that probably influenced, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like how I travel today. Uh-huh. But yeah, I, I get to go out there. I get to do my own thing. Um, and I don't have nobody like derailing, you know, the, the day or the activities. So Solo travel for sure. And what, what was the other question you asked? Do you always travel with kind of work in mind? Are you always like, when I travel, I'm going to make sure I capture something to take back, play with? Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So at this point, yeah, in 2019, like anytime I travel, um, and honestly, I would probably say 2018, like last year, it was like, yo, I'm traveling for fun, right? But I always had like this business Uh, mentality as well when I was out there um yeah ever since I started like the you ever wonder uh vlog series you know anytime I go to like a new destination you know I'm always thinking um you know how to capture it the best how to how to get enough content so we can edit it and show it to people you know when we get back home Mm -hmm. um yeah when I used to travel like when I was in Puerto Rico that was just fun. It was just like a pleasure trip. You know what I'm saying? It was like, yo, I got to get the fuck up out of here. (laughs) Stressed out. I need a break. So yeah, it was just one of them true getaways of vacations. But now, even though I still enjoy getaways and vacations, I mean, technically that's what they are. Um, I also think about it from a business perspective and how, how it can add value or additional content to the You Ever Mm -hmm. Wonder series on YouTube. Right. Okay. And uh, speaking of solo travel, you did incorporate mm. your mom on one of your vlogs, which oh, was yeah. really <laughs> cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you saw that? Uh, yes, I loved it. Okay. And, dope. and your mom is beautiful. <laughs> and you're like, she, she alright. She, <laughs> she gonna eat that up. You know I, I, when she hey, hear this, she gonna eat it up. I'm. T- I mean, I gotta. I have to. She looks like your sister. Appreciate I'm sure. It. Yo, we get that shit all the time. Or oh, I know people like, oh, this your boyfriend. Yo, like, they on the low be thinking we dating. Like, we, yeah, we I... just going out to eat and they think, like, <laughs> I'm young and I just kind of pulled a cougar. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just like, bro, that's not even what it is, bro. That's my mom's, bro. <laughs> so it's, and it, I'm not lying to you. Probably, like, all the time this shit happened. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, so... 
during that trip, so you incorporated your mom and took care of some family business. Is that uh, something you would continue to do, like incorporate family or friends? Or do you, I know you said you like the solo trips, but do you like to kind of incorporate mm-hmm. family or personal things into your work? So I would say no. Okay. Not really. Yeah, I'm not really looking to incorporate family um, into, you know, the vlog series, you know, um, on purpose, I would say, you know, if it happens, you know, it happens. Um, but the series really isn't about like sewing, sewing myself off for of my family or what we do. You know what I'm saying? That's not really mm-hmm. the mission. Uh, the mission is, you know, truly to like inspire people to travel. You know what I'm saying? I think that's like the biggest goal. Like, like I want to show people these different destinations that just really get them excited about going there because they saw it on my channel. And, you know, I think a lot of people these days are really trying to do that, you know, like self-expression, but they're also trying to inspire people to be greater. Um, and that's essentially what we're doing with the You Ever, you Ever Wonder uh, segment is just trying to get people out because a lot of people don't even leave their damn city let alone state, you know what I'm saying? Like they might take one vacation when it was a 11 and a half with the family, you know what I'm saying? They like 37 now and they just now trying to get a passport or just now trying to, you know, get out there and get around. And, you know, some mm-hmm. people go to the deathbed and don't even like get a passport or get the chance to, you know, check out different cultures and different regions of the world. Like this is a big world that we live in. Um, so, yeah, that's what the channel's about. Um, I just happened to be in Tulsa, like, before I went to Mexico City, uh, which is the latest vlog, you know, that we put up. Um, so I just happened to be out there, and I was like, I'm still new to the vlogging scene, right? So mm-hmm. I'm not extremely ex- experienced. It still sounds strange to say when it, when I say I'm a vlogger, low-key. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's not really, you know, what I, what I had planned for my life. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, that's what it started as. And we went to go see family. And I was like, yo, come along. You know what I'm saying? Like, we finna go check out this museum. Let's go. So we actually stopped by the museum, uh, the Philbrook Museum, uh, which is in Tulsa before, you know, going to make the rounds and see family and all that. So you probably, you know, if it happens down the road, you know, if I happen to be somewhere and somebody is with me and they happen to make a cameo, you'll get it. You know okay. what I'm saying? Okay. But, uh, yeah, it won't be on purpose. Okay. And, like, one thing you said about people not traveling, I definitely think it's important for people to travel internationally, like you said, experience different cultures. But people also yeah. don't take advantage of just traveling within the States. I think that's something mm-hmm. that, especially in this era, because everyone, like, wants to say they travel, right? And everybody mm-hmm. wants to fill up their passport. But, you know, you right. could go to Tulsa and get some culture. Um, and you know, have a mm-hmm. good trip, even if it's just a couple of days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like road trips are everything too. At least right. for me, you know, right. some people I be agree. like, bro, like ten hours. The hell you well, okay, about, wait, man? look, okay, not ten. Look, I like to keep my life. <laughs> See? See? I, I like to keep it under five. Under five. So tell me this: Would you get on a plane for ten hours to go to somewhere you always dreamed of going? Yes. Okay. But you're not finna be in a car for 10 hours to go to, like, some little small country town. I see what you're saying. Yeah. And also... It's just, it's not the same. <laughs> you know, I get. I think you have to weigh, like, how it is economically, too. So, if it's cheaper for me to drive that 10 hours, maybe. But I right, wouldn't... for sure. It would not be my first choice. I will say that. Right. I mean, because it's, yeah, it's a lot of... Uh, you know, nice things to see here, you know, when we talk about like landscape and mm-hmm. history and culture, mm-hmm. like there, there's so much to check out here. So I'm definitely not ruling that out. Um, but just for me personally, I just kind of be tired of the ways of America sometimes. <laughs> it's so, so you yeah. like wind down a lot during your traveling. Yeah, I got to. Yeah. That's why I said the beach is, you know, probably yeah. top priority anytime I travel somewhere because I just like to wind down and relax because I just feel like it's so damn stressful over here. Like we just live in, in a sense, like a cage, like everybody's like competing, you know what I'm saying? And it's so much competition here 
mm-hmm. uh, which uh, there's pros in it, right? Yeah, but there, for sure. There's a lot of cons in competition as well. And, and I just some, go ahead. Yeah, sometimes you just have to disconnect from that, even though you know you're you're in the plug back in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just but, gotta break away. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So. And that, that's kind of why I do like the, the video content creation as well is because like you you got to be a part of the system in a sense. You know what I'm saying? If you want to, you know, provide for yourself, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? If you want to have shelter, food, you want to have things in life like you, you in a sense, but you, you really need to figure out what kind of work it is that you want to do. You know what I'm saying? Like what's going to make you the happiest. So I spent a lot of time like, you know, in corporate America like trying to figure it out and you know trying to figure out my purpose and uh what i'm gonna do in this world but it's like yeah at some point you got to figure it out because i mean that to me that's just not the way to be working for somebody else like helping elevate their dreams you know what i'm saying and like you doing nothing for your own passions or pursuits like you're just robbing yourself of the life experience in general Preach, preach. See, that's the me- that's the message that I want on in pursuit of that exactly. Oh yeah. Okay, yes, you been you been exactly getting that or what? Oh yeah, for sure. Okay, for sure. Um, nice. And I think that um, a lot of people are in that system, and the problem is we don't take time to invest in ourselves, even. Even when you are in that system, you can still break away and invest in yourself little by little to where you are giving yourself something. Right, right. Absolutely. Yeah, it's it's like, I feel like it could be, that's very true. Like you, you could be spending time outside of work, but check this, like people are spending so much time at work, right? Like it's difficult for them to, have the energy you know what i'm saying to invest in like their passions because fuck they tired you know what i'm saying they spend eight hours a day at a job you know what i'm saying then they gotta spend 30 minutes to an hour just getting from the job home and then when they get home you know they might have to handle some kind of business if they got kids they got to take care of the kids um but normally when most people get home it's gonna be six to seven o'clock you only have a few hours, mm-hmm. right? If you really dedicated and you really like want to create something, you're going to spend all of that time on that. You are. But if we keep it real, how many people are doing that? Because this is like the only free time that they have in a day. So they're going to indulge in what? Their pleasures and things that make them feel good and feel happy. Or they're just going to fucking relax, right? Yeah. Because they've been at work all day and they just need a breather. You know, two breaks don't cut it. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, how do you get enough time to like really put enough time and energy behind an idea, behind Mm -hmm. something that you want to build and create? So for me personally, and I'm not saying this is going to work for everybody, but, you know, I've had to just take the jump completely where I just jumped completely out of um, corporate America. And I was like, yo, so this is taking up too much of my time. Um, And once I left that, it was like, all right, so now all of this free abundant time that I have now, I could use that towards the creative pursuits that I want to do. And Mm -hmm. with all of that momentum, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, you're going to manifest and create whatever you're working on. Um, There's, there's no, no other way. So, you know, I don't know. I've never done it that way where, um, you know, I just held like a regular job and, you know, the, the additional time that I had outside of work, mm-hmm. um, just use that towards creating the business. Cause I, I just feel like it, it wasn't enough and I couldn't give it the proper attention that it needed, you know, cause I was either tired or it just wasn't enough time to do everything that needed to be done. Okay. And so taking that leap now, do you feel, because there may be, um, People that say, well, there are pros or cons, you know, with working, you have that stability Mm -hmm. Um, and you might not give as much time to the project, your personal projects. But, you know, you have the stability of work. Do you Mm -hmm. feel like taking that leap adds the pressure, though, because it's 
it's only that income coming in. Like, is that <laughs> the stressful piece of it? Hell yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> yeah. So much stress. And look, it, it ain't for everybody. I'll be telling like my cousins and just my boys around me, like when we have like these bills and these conversations, like it ain't for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm simply just like sharing my story mm-hmm. and the route that I took. You know what I'm saying? To try to get, and I'm not even at, you know, like the final destination where I need to be. Again, I'm on your podcast called In Pursuit Up. So I'm mm-hmm. currently in pursuit of, you know, the end goal, the things that I want to see and create. So, you know, when, when I'm speaking, I'm not coming at it like, yo, I've done it. You know, I, I own this firm, this firm. I, I've invested here and I got it all figured out. I'm not saying that at all. You know, I'm just sharing this kind of what worked for myself. Your story. Yeah, if whatever works for you, that works. Not to say it can't be done because I'm sure we could do research and find successful people who have done it that way, who have had, you know, a a regular nine to five type job working for somebody else, but on a downtime was so focused enough with the little bit of time that they did have was Mm -hmm. so focused enough where they actually were able to create something for themselves, you know? Um, and I'm sure there, there's countless stories of that. So I'm not here to dictate or say, you know, the best path for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just here to share my story. If it resonates, cool. If it doesn't, that's also cool. You know what I'm saying? Share your story and maybe we can take something from that. Yeah. Okay. What are your goals for you personally? Uh, for you ever wander, for you ever wander, and for Negrito Vision. Mm. Yeah, I know that you ever wonder kind of tricky sometimes. <laughs> <They're> like, <laughs> why <Hello> though? <laughs> I know it's, it's really what? simple. It's just like <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, me personally, um, goals like just for myself. Um, now just on a personal level, of course, like self development. Right. Just trying to become the best version of myself that I can possibly become Um, because I'm not perfect. Nobody is. And it's like I still have fears and insecurities that, you know, I face all the time Mm -hmm. that I got to confront on a daily basis, you know, and some days I don't face it, you know, but there's other times where I do. And um, I think that's very important. Just not giving up. Don't beating yourself. Don't beat yourself up about, you know, this one mistake or this one failure, just keep pushing regardless. So that's a personal goal that I have for myself just to continue getting better, you know, day by day. Um, I would say the goal for the Grido vision um, is to really get to a space where uh, the value for the company and brand is so high that you know, we, we start to attract, you know, bigger names and bigger productions uh, to get a true and a, a real message out there. And again, to portray us in a good light. You know yes. what I'm saying? Like all of my works, like I, I wanted to uh, scream again, black excellence and positivity and empower, you know, our people specifically, because I do feel like there is an agenda. You know what I'm saying? And I, I really won't go down that rabbit hole, but that's kind of what I envision for Negrito Vision um, in itself. So that's a goal that I have just to continue to, you know, build great relationships um, wherever I go. You know what I'm saying? And do a good job for the people who are looking for creative media and content. Um, so, yeah, that's Negrito Vision, a goal I have for that. You ever wonder? Um Look, I said it. I said it right that time. They came out smooth. <laughs> you ever wonder, baby? <laughs> so, uh, with that, really, that's that's all about just having a good time and traveling the world, right? And bringing different cultures, uh, bringing different ways of life and living, how other people live, and you know, just all that stuff: art, nature, um, eco-friendly you know everything just trying to bring awareness from the world over here because if there is an agenda like we say there is then there's also censorship uh, Mm -hmm. when it comes to the kind of content that we do see so you ever wonder it's just about my experience traveling to these places trying to shed light you know what i'm saying on uh things to do basically in these parts of the world and hopefully inspire 
other people to go out there and experience it, uh, you know, which it can hopefully change their life. Okay. And if someone uh, wants to um, hire you to do anything, what are mm. like the regular person, what are some things you would do for them or should they hit you up for? Yeah. I mean, so yeah, if you're looking to work uh, with me and you need some kind of video created, I mean, the first thing I, I would say is just to reach out to me uh, so we can just begin talking to see what you're trying to create. Um, and then it, it kind of varies. So when we start to talk about, you know, how much is it going to cost? And bro, you know, I'm, j- I'm just starting out blood. Like, you know what I'm saying? My budget is only this. Like, I get it. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Um, so I'm willing to work, you know, especially with our people. And it's not just black people. I- I'm willing to, like, I have a lot of white clients as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but specifically us, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I definitely, like, if I see a lot of potential in your brand or your business, I'm definitely willing to communicate and negotiate with you. Uh, so we can just, you know, partner and build something um, that you will be satisfied with. So that would be step one, to reach out. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can do that by going to Negrito Vision. That's N-I-G-R-E-D-O. Vision, like eye vision, and that's all one word. So Negrito Vision, that's on Instagram. Uh, you can also shoot me an email at negritovision at gmail.com. Um, and you can just reach out to me there and just, you know, inquire. Okay. So no job is too small. Uh, maybe. It depends. <laughs> you like, you're like, like I don't. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll have to hear what they're talking about. Wait you a minute. I'm, I'm asking for myself now. Okay. <laughs> what, what's like? Let me, <laughs> you like, talk about this offline. Right. Talk about We'll put a pin in that. Okay, uh, where can people find the You Ever Wander blog? I got it. Yeah, you got it. You got it, it that time. <laughs> it's a little slip. You're getting better. I heard the little <laughs> slip up. But um, You Ever Wonder, right? So you ever wonder. And instead, you know, it's like the question, like, bro, you ever wonder, you know what I'm saying? Like, what what's going on? You know what I'm saying? With such and such. Like, you ever wonder what she be on? Or like. So it's a spinoff of that, but right. we dropped the O and just added the A. It's a spinoff of like Wonderlust, you know what I'm saying, and traveling. Right, so right. you ever wonder, right, because people have questions about just traveling the world. Um, that's how it's spelled. It's all one word, you ever wonder, and that's with the A, W-A-N-D-R. Um, and that's on Instagram. Um, also, I believe I got the Gmail set up for that as well, but primarily where everybody needs to go first, just okay. to check out what we doing is go to YouTube and type in, you ever wonder, and you should see all of the content that pops up over there. So again, we, we just getting started with the vlog stuff. Um, so we don't have like a whole crazy catalog of all of these beautiful destinations. Uh, we get in there, you know what I'm saying? So, um. We have part one and part two of Mexico City, which was our most recent trip um, in Mexico City, man. So that's up now. So if you go to YouTube and type in You Ever Wonder, you can find that content. It's the same through Gmail. It's the same through Instagram. Okay. And what are you in pursuit of? Mm. So the first word that, <laughs> that came to mind uh, was su- success, I would say. Um, but I am also in pursuit of a lifestyle uh, that's free from financial worry and stress, right? And you can tell, like, I, I plan that response, right? Uh-huh. You can tell that just came out a little too smooth. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, it's like, you know, financial worry and stress, like, you know, it, it causes a lot of hardship on people you know what I'm saying because if you're constantly worried about where your next bag is going to come from um then you really that that doesn't free up the creative space or energy within yourself to just flow and just be you you know what I'm saying because you always gotta look Mm -hmm. over your shoulder or you always gotta bite your tongue because you don't want to lose your job or you know what I'm saying it's just so much stress that comes with finances um Honestly, I'm in pursuit of that. You know, I just want to live a lifestyle that's free from any kind of financial worry or stress, um, a life that can be loved 
enjoyed and shared with not only myself, but, you know, those around me and, you know, people who resonate with, you know, what I'm talking about. Um, you know, a lot of people know that there is a serious problem with the system that we live in, that we're immersed in. Right. Um, or some people would call it the matrix. Like people know deep down that this shit is fucked up. Low key. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I'm just trying to share that experience with people who resonate and people who understand that. Okay. Well, thank you very much for sharing your story, um, your views, even your views and um, just everything. Thank you for being a great guest. Yes, ma'am. Thank you for being a a great host. I'm excited for In Pursuit Of. Um, I know this is kind of a new thing, right? That's going on. I know you just kind of rebranded a lot of stuff. I did. Okay. Yeah, so congratulations on Thank that. Thank you. Um, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you launching this service. And I, I'm really excited. Like, this is probably the first interview that I've done. You know what I'm okay, saying? Okay, well, so this, you did this, very well. Yeah, this is in the history. This is in the Akashics. You know what right. <laughs> This is in the record book. So, uh, yeah, much love to you, Lena. Thank you. Thank you for listening to episode six of the In Pursuit of podcast featuring Kenyon. I'd like to dedicate this episode to Nipsey Hussle. Like many, I've been deeply saddened and affected by his untimely death. And I figured what better way to honor his legacy than to dedicate this episode, which features another black male entrepreneur. I hope we can continue to embark on the principles Nipsey worked to promote health, knowledge, ownership, and generational wealth. May the marathon continue. This podcast is created and produced by myself, Elena Melton. The podcast is available on all of your favorite platforms. Please follow the show's Instagram page at underscore in pursuit of. For questions, comments, show or guest suggestions, please email I am in pursuit of at gmail.com. Don't forget to like, follow and share the page as well as the podcast.